0: Welcome back to the Literary Lounge. I'm Emily. And I'm Paige. And we're here on a Wednesday and we're going to be talking about Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. Our drink for today is the Triple Shot Martini. What did you put in it? <laughs> um, it has a double shot of espresso with some coffee ice cream in it and a coconut Irish cream, but you can use whatever ice cream you want. And then a shot of Kahlua and a shot of vodka. It's really good. Yeah. Mine's non alcoholic, but I thought it was going to be sweet. It's not that sweet, which is perfect because mm-hmm. I don't like sweet stuff. Yeah. See, I got a Yeah, it does for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's on our Instagram if you're looking for the recipe. So, question of the week before we get into this book is what is your favorite book genre? Hmm. It's kind of a hard question because I like love so many books, but I would either say if I'm looking for something like really exciting, either fantasy or a thriller, I think those are my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't think I could forever read like one type of book because mm-hmm. I like to switch it up. Um, I'd probably say fantasy Yeah. or like to get specific, like fantasy romance. Yeah. Romanticy. Romanticy. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't like reading, like, like heart, like, I guess, what is the word for it? Like, the type of fantasy books that don't have any romance in it, like. Fantasy? Just regular it's fantasy? Just, but it's just regular fantasy? Like, yeah. Like, George RR Martin. Like, I probably wouldn't like to read Pirates of the Caribbean if that's a book. Is it a book? Um, is it just a movie? I but think like, it's just a movie. You know those, like, that type of fantasy? Yeah, or, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, I would never read that. I don't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but you like Game of Thrones. True, but I don't know if I'd read it. I, maybe I'll try it someday. They're
1: I feel like they're, they're pretty, pretty good. hard to
0: read. They are, especially. I mean, after watching the show, it's like you want to just like reread everything you already know that happens when you could just rewatch it. Like, does a lot of stuff happen in the book though that isn't in the show? I read them a while ago, but I remember them being very like similar. Like okay. they really stuck to the storyline. If anything, the books kind of drag on a little bit because they there's just so much more like dialogue and like slow movement of the characters. Yeah. Like The chapters jump to like the different characters Mm -hmm. like the show does. Right. So um, they spend a lot of time just like kind of talking and like hanging out and stuff because they're really big books. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll try it. If he writes more books, George R.R. Martin, Mm -hmm. and like takes a different spin on the ending then i will definitely like reread all of them oh just really? to like then read that new one because i don't want to spoil the ending of game of thrones but i was not happy with like how it ended oh like the show yeah because he's not caught up yet right right he yeah. oh i don't even want to spoil it in case people have watched it but he's like pretty far behind okay like that the whole sucks. like before like Jon snow and daenerys like meet up i think is. Like, he's further back than that. Wow. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, anyway, that was still kind of a spoiler, but. No, not really. They're two main characters. They're bound to meet sometime. Right. But, anyway, great show. <laughs> Bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, shall we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Uh-huh. So should we start off just kind of talking about Naomi's backstory a little bit? Because yeah. we, we don't really find out, I guess, what happened with, like, her fiancé till, like, later in the book. But We can just summarize but, it. But yeah, I think yeah. we should just, like, talk about, like, how she ended up in Knock Him Out, which essentially, like, she ran off on her wedding. Her fiancé was abusive. He was a dick. Like, she just bolted and didn't tell, like, her parents or her fiancé nobody, like, her best friend, Steph, mm-hmm. like, didn't tell them where she was going and just, like, fled to go find her sister. Yeah. Yeah, and her sister has always been, like, kind of a troublemaker. Like, she's the complete opposite of Naomi. And she's, like, always just kind of, like, weaseling her way, like, around, like, stealing stuff and, like, taking advantage of everyone she knows. So, yeah, so she n- arrives to knock him out because of her sister. Her sister, like, needed her help. And every and she's a twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course, so identical twin, yeah, identical twin, and so she like arrives and knock him out. She like goes to this coffee shop because she is obsessed with coffee. I've mm-hmm. never seen the word coffee so many times in in this book, and people are like super rude to her there. They are like they like think she's her sister. Which what was her sister's name again? Tina. Tina. Yeah. So she thinks so everyone thinks that that she's Tina, and there's like a sign that has Tina's picture in there mm-hmm. that says like she's not allowed in there. So they, like, call, like, the, if you call it, like, the local security, it's just this guy named Knox who pretty much just, like, keeps the town in order in a way. He's not, like, a cop or anything, but he kind of, like, acts like a security guard. Like, if there's trouble, he's going to, like, go take care of it in a way. Yeah. Let's, like, talk about that interaction for a second because he came in there, like, guns blazing. Like, he was so (laughs) mean to her. Yeah, he was. It was excessive. Yeah. And her coffee obsession is pretty excessive, too, so... I remember starting off this book I was kind of like oh boy like, these people are very extreme in their own ways. How did you think of the interaction between them? Because I felt like it was so fake like if someone came up to me like that I would either get like super pissed and like yeah just leave. Like she was like kind of like being like super sarcastic with him and like kind of like playfully in a sense like teasing him back but like was annoyed about it I don't know it was just like seems so unrealistic to yeah his the, how mean he was to her and then we'll like get into how he treats her like throughout the book um but it was just re- it was a lot like I just can't imagine like that happening in like a real world scenario like how he was treating her so poorly I feel like she handled herself okay like The fact that she was not, like, backing down and, like, cowering from this, like, strange man. Yeah, But, like, if I were her and somebody was freaking out at me, I think I'd be, like, kind of nervous. Yeah, exactly. Especially in the world today. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. But another thing that kind of bothered me, too, is, like, how she was calling him, like, a Viking. I know. What? I don't understand, like, where that came from. I don't either. Yeah. And then, two, how, like, she kept, like, saying, like, weird comebacks to him.
1: Like, yeah, just, yeah, they
0: were, like, joking really, like, corny-like. Yeah, that's, like, the sarcasm. That's, like, what I was yeah talking about. Like, it's just so unreal. Like, no one would say that in person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, God. This book's, like, 600 pages. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, right. I felt like it got better, like, later on. Like, it wasn't as, like, corny as it was in the beginning. But still, I mean, there's other things to talk about that happened later on. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm just like full disclosure, like didn't love this book. Like it w- but it was like a car accident. Like I couldn't look away. Like yeah. I kept like reading it, but I was like it's like this is so bad. So one thing I did appreciate about this book is like it wasn't dragged on so much mm-hmm. like something was constantly happening. Yeah. So like it, it moved kept well. your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, I mean they have like that really like rough initial interaction. Mm-hmm. um and then Knox actually takes naomi to like her hotel gives her a ride even because though, like, her car was stolen yes yeah carl well, was- we sorry we don't know if it was stolen she thought it was towed yeah it was but missing. It being stolen yep and then, then that's where they find out too where like tina they assume she took the car ransacked like naomi's hotel room because like a bunch of her stuff was missing and then her like 11 year old niece was just sitting there that she didn't know about Mm -hmm. didn't know she even existed yeah which again kind of bothered me too about this book is it's like i get that like tina was excommunicated from their family but like she's 11 years old and like naomi and her parents didn't know about her at all like i just find that so odd i know like I don't really find it odd that the fact that Tina didn't tell them, but, like, over 11 years, you think they would have found out somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. It's, mm-hmm. just how, it's like, so sad, though, because, like, that, I feel like, can be realistic. Like, people just can abandon their kids and they right. just go to foster care. Like, that's super, super sick yep. and sad. But kind of a lot of stuff happens. Like, they try to go to Tina's place, which is, like, a trailer. They can't stay there. Um, Naomi has to like assume responsibility over Weile, which is the niece, mm-hmm. and so Knox is like super annoyed, like he's having to like drag him around everywhere, but he like refuses to like leave them, which I guess is like nice in a way, yeah, um, in his own way, yeah. So he like brings them to this like little cabin; it's like a little cottage in the woods, and says so that they can stay there. And it's like kind of close to like his house too. Um Well it's close enough where she can see when he goes outside to pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yuck. laughs> In front of her. I know. And like when that happened, I like thought like does he not have plumbing? But then yeah, he does. Yeah. Like I thought he but was he just, just like, show to like go stand outside and like pee. Yeah. Well, like the way they described his house was like some kind of like log cabin, like kind mm-hmm. of like I pictured it like run down, like not like Anything special? So I was like, "Do they have plumbing?" Because like I have a cabin on a lake that does not have plumbing. Mm-hmm. So like I I just thought that I don't know. I was like, maybe it's not so bad, but he did have plumbing, so yeah. He like maybe it's a porta john in the back. Yeah, <laughs> a porta john. <laughs> I've always called it a porta potty. It's a port. <laughs> No, it is a porta potty, but like a porta John is like the portable ones, like when they're blue and you just like bring them on Are site. It's Porta John. It's like a brand. It's like Kleenex. Is it really? Yeah, like you know, Kleenex is like tissues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> How did Toilets get the nickname John? I gotta go use the John. At least it's not like a Porta Betty or something, like a lady's name. They do make pink ones, though. Maybe those are the portobello's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> all right, anyway. Oh, that's <laughs> sorry funny. guys. A little tangent there. Yeah. Okay, where were we? Um Okay, so like you said, he takes them to this cottage that they're gonna be staying at. It's his grandma's like spare house, right? hmm And then she lives really close by too, maybe next door. So like they're all on the same property. Yeah. And then So, Knox, his brother then comes to, because he, I don't think we mentioned him yet, but they, like, don't get along, but Nash is a cop, um, so he is gonna be, like, looking into what happened to Naomi's belongings and, like, her vehicle and stuff. Um, another thing, too, what did you think about, like, them just, like, breaking out into a full-on fist fight, like, Knox and Nash? Like, over, I think they're fighting over Naomi. Yeah, they were. Um, I mean, it's obviously childish, especially considering it was so hard for me to picture them in their 40s. Yeah. That I thought was weird. I've never read a romance novel where they're like in their 40s. I, yeah, I pictured like mid 20s. Yeah. I feel like if it was mid 20s, I would have been like, oh, it's just guys being guys. Yeah. But like the fact that they're in their 40s, like having a full on fist fight, it was like, ugh. I know. I don't know. Like, it was, I a guess bit you do much. you, but. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was like I'm like okay. <laughs> but um and the reason why they don't get along too is wish we, we can just talk about it right now, but like how Knox won the lottery like a while back and like tried to give money to people, right? That he cared about. He tried to give Nash money. Nash was like insisting like I do not want any money from you like. And so then he takes the money that Knox like gives him and donates it to the police station for them to like build a new Station essentially, yeah. and then Knox was like super pissed about it because he's like, That was supposed to be for you. And they were kind of troublemakers growing up, so I don't know if he felt kind of like he like betrayed, betrayed about him. it because he didn't necessarily like the police officers when they were growing up. Yeah, it's super immature, I think, just because like Knox used his money to like better the community, and yeah. Nash wanted to also use that money to better the community and I think like he did that because like of what they went through as kids like with the police he wanted to like create a better force and like yeah I don't know he's he just like is blind to that he like knocks like can't see that yeah yeah I thought that was annoying yeah me too um anyway what were like your initial thoughts on the characters like as we were being introduced to them um so Naomi I thought she was very annoying. Um besides like the coffee talk, I think she's like pretty level-headed. Like she she's like very organized. Um she's very, pretty responsible. Like mm-hmm. Knox <laughs> he just is like I don't know. He's there's a big question mark on him for me. Yeah. I think like he is, like, he, he, like, won't... He's, like, blind to things that, like, should be important, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Nash, I really like. Yeah. I think he's pretty level-headed for the most part, besides, like, them, like, fighting his brothers. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah. I mean, the two main characters. I... Naomi's okay, and Nox... I think he's probably just hot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? I agree i think for the most part Knox bothered me like i said he's like overly angry about everything yeah i just to the point where he was almost like turning me off where i was like okay i wouldn't want to be around somebody like this yeah um naomi i agree like the coffee talk was excessive like that whole thing that's like how we started the book was like she had to have her coffee she didn't want to do anything until she had coffee I remember I texted you, like, I was in, like, the first <laughs> chapter. I'm like, I know what drink we're doing for yeah. this book. Coffee-themed drink. Yeah. <laughs> and then I read it. I was like, ooh, you were not kidding on that one. Yeah. Um, but other than that, she actually didn't bother me because she seems pretty responsible and organized, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was telling you this, too, before we started recording, but, like, Whaley. 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 She is, like, by far the most mature person in this book. Yeah, definitely. So... That's- Yeah. Says a lot. I know. (laughs) Um, And I was like Team Nash the entire book. Really? The entire book? Yeah. So like I wanted to be Team Nash, but then I felt bad for Knox. (laughs) I feel like that happens to me like in Love Triangles. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I was still like rooting for Knox and Naomi just because like they had like that spark. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, not my type. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, and like even though I was Team Nash, like I knew they weren't going to end up together because that's just like how these books go, right? Like the two main characters end up together, mm-hmm. and then also too, I'm pretty sure like I peeked ahead at like what the storylines were for like the next two books, and I yeah. remember like seeing Nash's name as like main character for the second book, so I was like, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I think that one will be good. I mean, Knox got better at the end. I feel like he kind of had like a little bit of a redemption, like he wasn't so grumpy anymore, and yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we find out that Knox owns the honky tonk bar and then he also owns this like like salon, like that called are called like whiskey clippers or something yeah. like that? Yeah, It's like a trendy barber shop. Mm hmm. Yeah. So Naomi is offered a job there as a waitress by like his manager. Mm-hmm. And nox is unaware of this and he gets like super pissed at her for being there and like tries to like kick her out in the middle of her shift and she's like refusing just like i need this job yeah like, why don't you want me to work here right and like the whole time he's just like fighting this inner battle to like not like her which is like she yeah. needs this i know like there this is a small town i'm sure there aren't that many things that she can do here yeah for work well and did you think it was shitty too how like He sent her over to that table where, like, the really handsy guy was. Yeah. He, like, knew that there was, like, a pervert regular. Yeah, but he said he didn't know that he was going to touch her. Oh. I just kind of felt like he set her up for that, and then he, like, flipped out when the guy, like, tried to touch her. Yeah, he said that he said he didn't think that the guy would touch her because he's, like, gotten in trouble before for doing that in the bar. He just thought he was going to, like, creep her out a little bit, like, by talking Mm -hmm. to her, but he didn't think he was actually going to, like, put his hands on her. Yeah, I just felt like that was kind of... That was mean. ...crappy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of have, like, a, a weird relationship starting out where it's, like, love-hate, like, enemies to lovers kind of thing, although mm-hmm. I s- don't really understand where the enemies part comes from. Because they hated each other in the beginning. Yeah, just from, like, the Tina misunderstanding. I mean, they hate each other the whole book, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, But so then they, like, go shopping... Well, Knox, like, he was supposed to just, like, give him a ride, but then he ends up, like, spending the whole day with them. And buying them stuff. Yeah. Buying her a new phone. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, the Victoria's Secret thing. Yeah. I literally wanted to die. Like how she was like, oh, I I bet I could ditch him by like going into Victoria's Secret and like scare him away. He's and he just like freaking like funny. <laughs> well, then he was like picking out her underwear and he's like, I'm going to buy these for you. I was, OK, like, but Ick. to be fair, though, he didn't pick them out. He literally just grabbed her size like a handful and threw them on the counter. Like Still, <laughs> I picture like when I've brought Nick into like Victoria's Secret before and he literally just like he like won't leave my side but he won't look at anything he's just like (laughs) so uncomfortable and i'm like i think i'd prefer that over somebody like digging into the panty bin you know (laughs) true probably thinking like saying he's done this before (laughs) yeah (laughs) i thought ugh, yeah yuck and then too like is it after that where he starts like telling her that she gives him like boners or yeah, that, like, it was around that time. I can't really remember exactly when it was, but, like, this is, it's so mean of him because, like, one, he's, like, well, I think Naomi's, like, kind of, like, getting feelings for him because mm-hmm. he's doing all this nice stuff. Like, he's doing everything that you would, like, want in, like, I guess, like, the perfect fantasy boyfriend, you know, like,
1: yeah, buys like, take her stuff, of you. takes
0: care of her, like, makes sure she's, like, fine, and... He's, like, doing all this stuff, but, like, in his own head, he's, like, this is never going to happen. Like, I can't date her. But, like, he's literally giving her all the signs that he, like, likes her and wants to date her. Yeah. While also calling her annoying and needy. Yeah. Like, as fucked up as this sounds, I feel like so many girls, like, f- like all find it a, it a fantasy, yeah. like, where you change a man yeah which is like very unrealistic, right? Like you would never want to tell like a sixteen year old like you can change him. Like, oh yeah now. For sure. yeah, that's never gonna happen That's super unhealthy, but like I do and I'm not like knocking it. I do feel like that's like a fantasy though, where you like turn the bad boy good, like mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of other books that we've read, and we love that it's like that, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. just like kind of a thing women fantasize about, I think. I feel like it happens a lot though, too, not even just like a fantasy like. Women will get into this relation, these relationships, like hoping to change, and then they just come out disappointed because they don't change and they yeah. get hurt. So. Yeah, yeah, it's that's true. It's very realistic in that sense that like she gets burned by somebody that has like commitment issues. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Um, things start to like change between them where they start to give in a little bit more. Um, when like Nash gets shot and he's put in the hospital like during while on duty um and so like naomi goes to the hospital to hang out with Knox and like comfort him like make sure everything's okay mm-hmm. and i think he just like really appreciates that she's like there for him in that sense and then they end up like kissing yeah and that's where things kind of pivot a little bit so i'm like interested to hear like what you thought about this because like the whole time i was like waiting for them to kiss like rooting mm-hmm. for it and that's usually how i am like with books like this and like especially like in an enemy What did you think? Because you didn't like them together at all. So, like, were you, like, waiting for that to happen? Or were you kind of, like, ew, like, like, go after Nash? Well, I was, like, Team Nash. But at the same time, like, I love, like, a good spice scene. And that wasn't a spice scene. But, like, when that happens, you know that that could be coming. So, like, I was down for, like, them, like, moving forward. But, like, anytime she'd, like, hang out with Nash or, like, when her and Knox, like, broke up briefly or whatever. And then, like, Nash was kind of, like hanging around her and stuff and I was like oh my gosh like maybe they're gonna like be together um so I mean I wasn't like sad when it happened I guess like I still like reading about like romance and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah um so Naomi like leaves the hospital and then she like goes back to her cottage and I think it was like either that night well they find out Nash is gonna be fine um, I think it was either that night or the next day Nox shows up and then they, like, hook up. They, like, have sex and it's, like, a pretty spicy sex mm-hmm. scene. Um, But he falls asleep there and then yeah. they wake up the next morning and Naomi's parents are there. Mm-hmm. Mortifying. Yeah. And he, like, she, like is i can't remember like she was like in a robe or something but their clothes were like all over the floor yeah like she they was were like ripping kicking her off. like underwear under a table or something yeah to like get it out of like, like, like their line of view and she like put his pants like in a cupboard yeah and so all of a sudden Nat or nox wakes up and starts like walking down the stairs and I think he just, like, had his boxers on and yeah. her parents are, like, right there. And he, like, didn't seem to care at all. Like, no. he was just, like, hey. <laughs> yeah, he, like, wasn't modest about yeah. it. Yeah, Um. Yeah. and then it was kind of weird how her mom was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you hooked up with him? Like, that's so exciting. Ew. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so mortified. Yeah. Ew. I mean, prior to the parents coming in, though, that was, like, a pretty good spice scene. Yeah. Like, the only thing that I was kind of, like, I don't know if I'm into this or not, was, like, how dirty talking he was to her. Yeah. Like, I'm he like just, like, talked like to her, a, a, like, a lot during it. Yeah. Yeah, probably a little too much. Yeah. But, like, did it bother you that they, like, hooked up right away? Or were you, like, down for it? I was, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of different. Like, I feel like we've read so many, like, slow burn romances where, like, for example... Like, the book we did with our husbands. Like, it took mm-hmm. to, like, the very end to have, like, a spice scene. Yeah. I mean, this was pretty far in the book, though. But, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, before halfway, though. Was it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really remember. But, yeah, like, and also, like, they have to explain, because, like, her parents, like, assumed that they were dating, but then they have to explain that they're, like, just talking up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is... Her dad was, like, getting pissed, like, uh Yeah. Couldn't even imagine. Yeah, at least her dad, like, reacted pretty normal for a parent. Yeah. Yeah, like her mom situation. definitely didn't. That was gross. Yeah, she was, she was like, literally, like, like high-fiving her. Yeah. <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so that all happened, and life, like, is starting to fall in line for Naomi and Wehle. Um. They have like built like a community like a sense of community and mm-hmm. family in the neighborhood, and like yeah, she gets like another job like another part time job at um the library she's mm-hmm. still working at the honky tonk bar um she's getting waylay into school uh mm-hmm. but so she's like kind of like trying to work on like custody, yeah, for waylay, and of course like the the what is it the child the caseworker yeah the caseworker kept like showing up like at the worst possible yeah. freaking times like, right one the first time i think she showed up was that scene like with her mom and dad they were like <laughs> outside like arguing yeah yeah uh. she kept like popping up at like like you said lowest moments um and then like it seemed like they like you said they build like a sense of community but then everybody that like cares about naomi just like totally drops their entire lives and, like, everything they had going and just, like, hangs out and knock them out. Like, her parents literally, like, are staying there long term. Her, like, best friend comes and stays there long term. Yeah. Which is, like, sweet, but at the same time, I was like, don't these people, like, have places to be? Well, the parents are retired. I think her friend is, like, rich. Yeah. I don't think he, like, does anything, really. Yeah. When he was, like, working to sell her house. Yeah. And so again i thought this was like kind of like a little bit of a plot hole how she like doesn't have any money or anything like she like literally shows up to knock him out with nothing granted she did get robbed she got robbed and also she so she didn't have access to her cards but like she spent all her money on that wedding yeah so i just felt like she seemed a lot more poor than like she probably was you know what I mean? Like, they made her out to be more poor than she yeah, was. Yeah, like, so she, like, literally had nothing, and, like, right away, she had to, like, start working at Honky Tonk. I just feel like there could have been, like, other ways to sort out this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't think it was a plot hole, though, because she even, like, explained, like, she didn't want to ask her parents for money because, like, if they wondered why she need money, like, they're going to ask, why do you need money? And then she'd mm-hmm. have to tell them, and she, like, wanted them to have, like, their retirement crews and everything. Yeah and i mean she could have asked her friend but i feel like she's like that person who like doesn't like to ask for money and i feel like a lot of people are like that yeah but i mean i'm assuming she was like waiting for her cards to come back in the mail from the bank and yeah yeah i don't know but it just seemed like when she got there and she had to get a job right away and like all this stuff it was just kind of like i feel like you probably didn't need to go through all that like you would have had the means some way to like Get money or figure something out like temporarily, yeah like she just and granted, like she escapes her fiance, but it just seemed like she was acting like she didn't have anything like left in her life to go back to, so she just starts like fresh out of nowhere. It just felt like very abrupt to me, yeah, but if she would have went back, she her fiance would have like been at her house, I'm assuming too. yeah. I know. I just I feel like (laughs) the fact that she just like dropped everything and like started this new life right away. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I get that. So Knox like is still like denying his feelings for Naomi. And do you remember like why he does this? Like, it's does he? It's not that he doesn't feel like he's good enough for her. I can't remember the reason why. Well, so it was never really like clear to me either. That's what I thought it was though. Where like. Because he had like kind of a rough relationship with his dad and stuff like he for some reason didn't feel like he could commit to anybody and he felt like she should be with somebody that was like better than him. I okay I kind of remember it now he was afraid of losing someone because when his mom died his dad like went like abandoned him yeah Mm -hmm. and like turned into an alcoholic and then like I think a drug addict too. So, I think he was, like, scared that if he committed to someone and something happened to them, like, he lost them, that he would turn out just like his dad. I think he explained that. Mm. I remember right. Gotcha. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't blame him. I think he needs therapy. for that. Yeah. He's obviously got stuff he needs to work through. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Naomi's ex shows up at the honky-tonk. Mm -hmm. which was like out of the blue and then nox just fights him yeah what did you think about that i'm like you're literally fighting a man in your own like business like with well he like he like solves all of his problems with his fists true he's just like a very angry person i like i thought it was a bit childish Mm -hmm. yeah just that whole thing was like a lot yeah yeah, and, like, this whole time, like, Knox, again, is, like, defending Naomi, like, going to all these, like, family gatherings, like, mm-hmm. literally acting like a boyfriend, and they're kind of, like, pretending anyway, like, for the sake of Wele and, like, the grandmother or something like that. I don't know. It was, like, weird, but they're, like, pretending to be a relationship, and then... Yeah. I wonder, did it have to do with the caseworker, too? How she saw yeah. them together? And so then they were like, well, we should probably be, like, a couple instead of just, like, making it seem like Naomi has, like, random men over to her house all the time. Yeah, that would make sense. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, like, everything seems to be going great for them. Like, he literally goes to, like, Whaley's like, soccer game. Granted, he wasn't invited, but he still, like, shows up. Um, I thought it was, that like, was cute. It was cute, but it's like he's he's like trying, but it, it felt like he was definitely stringing her along a little bit because like mm-hmm. he eventually like ends it with her. Yeah. For like the reasoning we were talking about, like after they bumped into his dad, then he's just like, "I can't do this anymore. Like you deserve so much better." Blah blah blah, and she's like rightfully upset mm-hmm. because like he was doing all those nice things for her. Yeah, and then he was just like, "Nah." Around, yeah, exactly. Like, wants to be friends still, mm-hmm. and it's a small town. Like she's never going to be able to escape him. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was really mean. I felt like that was so realistic, though. Like I feel like that should happens all well, the that's time. That's like your like standard fuck boy. Yeah, definitely forty year old fuck boy. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, she's just trying to like navigate through the town, like avoiding him. She like won't talk to him. He gets pissed about it. Yeah. Um. But Naomi and Waylay are eventually kidnapped by Tina and mm-hmm. Tina's boyfriend. um, And they want this, like, flash drive that Waylay stole that has, like, a list of, like, names on it that they want to kill. It was, like, something weird like that. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Um, And so they're, like, in some kind of, like, warehouse or something. Yeah. They're, like, taken out of town somewhere and, like, held captive. Mm-hmm. Tina's like in on it at first and then when she realizes how like violent her ex is seeming, like pointing a gun at all of them and stuff, she kind of like realizes how shitty it really is. Yeah. And that's when they like go into the bathroom and like switch clothing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work work, because he's like, I know that you're not Tina. I know. And vice that was versa. stupid. I was like waiting <laughs> for that to work. But and this is like, a good try. Yeah. Um, so Tina's boyfriend chokes Naomi and then Naomi passes out. Mm -hmm. And then Knox and Nash are like teaming up to like go save her. And like this whole time, like Knox is like, oh my God, I love her. Like I don't, I can't live without her. And so they like, they show up before. And like this isn't in his, in Nash's like jurisdiction or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like his, I don't know. His area. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So like they showed up like, I'm pretty sure it's illegal I don't know to like act like the police outside of your borders yeah I I guess I don't I don't know the rules I feel like these people bend the rules a lot yeah um but yeah so like they show up they save them kind of sums it up and after almost losing Naomi Knox tells her that he wants to be with her and waylay um and then it kind of I think it hits, like, the epilogue, and it's, I can't remember how much later it is. I think it's, like, two years later, but, um, Knox ended up proposing to Naomi, and then they, like, get married, and in the epilogue, they have, like, one or two other kids that they adopted because they're having infertility issues, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty much how it ends, kind of just, like, a happy ending for them. And they got custody of Waylay. Yeah, yep. Tina got arrested. And they signed. She signed over custody of Weile to Naomi. Yeah. So happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait. Can we back up to the part where they like, he rescues them, and Naomi when she like comes to after being passed out, she like wakes up and she's like, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So annoying. God. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. That coffee is on her mind way too much. <laughs> I like coffee, and I wouldn't do that. Me too. I love coffee. I would never. No. It was weird. (laughs) I'd be like, oh my god, I'm alive. Yeah, that. Or like, where's Waylay?" Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Coffee. Stupid. (laughs) Um, That's like the one thing. Like, Well, not the one thing. That's one of the things I really hated about this book is the fucking coffee talk. Yeah. I feel like it was supposed to be cute and quirky yeah and it just didn't land it was with excessive. either of us yeah, yeah it was excessive and annoying i feel like it didn't land with a lot of people because i've read some reviews and like people were a lot of people were like complaining about that what did did you watch like tiktoks on the book because i'd be no. curious to know like what tiktok thought about them yeah i feel Everyth- like they're popular though everything i've seen about these books on tiktok is like oh my god you need to read this so i haven't hmm. seen like anything negative on tiktok and i haven't like looked up any. Any like specific videos for it? Yeah, but I get a lot of recommendations from TikTok for books. Mm-hmm. but all right, um so Naomi and Knox have like polar opposite personalities. Do you think this works for them, or do you think it like hinders the relationship? I think it hindered them in the beginning, mm-hmm. where like Knox just like was such an asshole to her. And she was obviously too good for him, like, and it, it it ended up being, like, part of their problem, right? Where, like, he couldn't commit, like, and he was always, like, so shitty to her, too. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, she still fell for him anyways, so it ended up not being that big of an issue. And maybe, like, mo- moving forward now that they're, you know, gonna be together forever or married or whatever, like, that hopefully they can balance each other out. Do you believe in, like, the whole thing, like, opposites attract? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've seen it work in, like, real-world scenarios. Really? Yeah. So, like, I, I'm i kind of, like, on the fence about it just because, like, I feel like you have to have enough in common that, like, mm-hmm. it, it, like, works. Like, you can do stuff together that you both enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, I think, like, the complete opposites for me, like them like they are literally like the polar opposite yeah i i don't know if it would work full-time just because of that Mm -hmm. but like i feel like it's okay to like obviously like you don't want to marry like the same yeah exact person as you but like i don't know like it's just i feel like you have to have enough in common to like make a relationship work. Yeah. Like I feel like when I have seen it work in real world scenarios, like people they have like a couple will have like different personalities but like have the same interests. Okay. But like polar polar opposites probably wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think you just have a lot of issues probably because you know, if you didn't even have anything that you like to do together, like there's no way to like build a connection. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's like with Naomi and Knox though, like they don't have any common interests. Right. And their personalities are completely opposite. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would work long term. I was like team Nash the whole time. Like I said, And I feel like they would be really good together. Like Naomi and Nash, because they're both like level headed. Yeah. And and he still kind of like gives her shit about stuff. Like he seems like he's like a fun guy to be around. Like seems like he would take on the dad role for like waylay. Mm -hmm. So I think it would have made more sense for him to like be her future husband but would but, that make a good book right exactly we, <laughs> yeah no we have to have the asshole guy exactly but yeah um what were your thoughts on like the secondary characters like did you like any of them or the ones you don't like i liked nash and i liked is her name sloan the librarian yeah i liked them and waylay but mm-hmm. i mean she's just a kid mm-hmm. um and then grandmother Yeah. Like the grandma. That's pretty much it. Grandma was kind of a badass. I know. Yeah, she kind of reminded me of my grandma. Yeah, my grandma seemed she was like kind of a badass too. Yeah, she'd like ride on the back of Harleys and everything. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Cute. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I mean the rest I didn't really care for. Yeah, I agree. I think I liked a lot of the people that lived there in that and knock them out. But then I was bothered by the people that came into the picture. Like, like I said earlier, like the parents poker guys and the parents stuff. Yeah, and like I did like her best friend oh, Steph, him too. Yeah, I um, liked him. he was kind of cute. I thought it was kind of funny how he was like complaining on the soccer field how the grass was like wet. Yeah, was, I forgot about him. He was I kind of like a prince princess, but I did like him. The parents bothered me like how they just like I don't know her, his the mom was weird and yeah. they were just like kind of there all of a sudden like I feel like they're just like parents like. Just, yeah. yeah I don't know they just bugged like bugged me too how like waylay got in trouble at school and then they just like the whole gang showed up to talk to the teacher yeah I feel like it was fine that Knox like showed up because like he knows like the community so well but like everyone showing up was like yeah they didn't all need to need to be there I also kind of didn't think Knox needed to be there because Naomi was kind of trying to take responsibility as a parent to handle it you know yeah. but, i felt like it was a good thing he was there though because the teacher was like completely out of line yeah but i she mean she probably could have handled it yeah just i don't know she's he, not a damsel he, he in was distress. he <laughs> was trying to handle her yeah her problems i, I guess which yeah. i think the intent was that he was just looking out for her but what did you think of lena um okay how <laughs> she like walks into honky tonk bar and just like Lays a kiss on him, like on the lips, and then of course, like Naomi saw the whole thing, and it was just like, "Yeah, I know, it was weird." Like, does all of his do all of his? I was kind of that? like glad when Lena did it though, because I was like, "Oh, he has a girlfriend." Like, yeah, I know, I Nash, thought that too. Is, here's your chance. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? You literally just broke up with her?" Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Nash. I know. I feel bad for him. He deserved better. Justice for Nash. Hmm. Um, what'd you think of the spice in the book? Oh, that was good. Yeah. It was spicy. <laughs> Except for the parts where he kept, like, <laughs> telling her constantly that she was giving him a boner. Oh, yeah, gross. There was a quote. Or, like, all the head that he wanted from her <laughs> yeah. so gross, too. I wrote down a part, I'm trying to remember what it said, that, like, really bugged me, how he was, like, when I saw her cleavage, like, it was enough to make my balls, like, twist into a knot or something Ew. like that. And I was like, which actually, I think that can happen to guys in real life. What? No, not from like being turned on. But like their balls can twist. And it's actually like kind of a medical emergency. I've never heard of that <laughs> before. I'm Googling that after. And yeah, I'll tell you about Nick told me about somebody he knows that that happened to. Here, I'm actually going to Google that now <laughs> so I, we can tell the audience if that's actually a thing. You can move on to the next question or if you have anything else to say about that. No, nope, I don't it's spicy um what do you think of like the book alternating between the like Naomi and Noxus point of views what's the consensus on Google <laughs> so I don't know if they like physically like switch places <laughs> <twist>. <laughs> okay like that's what I'm picturing like they're like going to the other side you know yeah so it says testicular torsion occurs when a testicle rotates twisting the spermatic cord that brings the blood to the scrotum so i think it like twists itself i think they like twist and inside then like kind the of sack. like tightens the tube yeah no but i don't think the balls like switch- <laughs> <laughs> like okay when you-, <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> when you think of balls i don't think they twist like this They do inside though. I don't think so. I think the tubes twist. Like the balls themselves twist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. But I guess I don't know. This, yeah. Let me see if there's a picture. (laughs) Like a diagram. (laughs) A drawing. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they twist. They don't twist around each other like two strings tying together. Like they, they twist themselves oh they twist in place like, there that's a good one see it's like coiled <laughs> <laughs> okay solve that next question <laughs> all right um okay <laughs> what do you think of the alternating points of view i liked it mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was it was good i mean there's so many books that do that yeah yeah i like that style it's good to get like both perspectives especially like because all of Knox's, like, if it if it was just Naomi, you would think, like, oh, Knox is, like, the perfect boyfriend. But, like, you get Knox's point of view, and in his head, he's, like, I don't want a relationship. Like, yeah, you know. So I feel like if you didn't have his point of view, you wouldn't know that. Right. I think it kind of, it's good because it eliminates a little bit of that, like, miscommunication. I mean, there was a miscommunication trope in this book, but, like, like the we last... knew of it. Yeah. They didn't. Um... But like, did you feel like the lo- like the book we read with the guys, like the love hypothesis, like that was just one person's point of view, right? And so um, I think it kind of made it like we weren't, I don't know, I just feel like it was missing things because we weren't getting other points of view. The love hypothesis. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But I, I think like we were, it gave us enough information that we were able to like know what he's feeling. Because like. The whole time we were like obviously he likes her like she yeah. just wasn't seeing that. Yeah. I mean it was super obvious. It just seemed like there was like a missing puzzle piece whereas with this doesn't bother me so much with the miscommunication because you're getting you know a lot of information coming. from like both of them. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining it the best but like no, I, I feel I, like I it kind of helps saying. like tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just that Knox, like, bothered me as a human being. And so, like, every time we had to listen to him, like, say the F word and talk about how his balls were twisting and, like, he had a boner, like, I just, like, okay. Like, I, next chapter, I don't need to, like, read this. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate him so much. Um, So, last question. <laughs> Do you have any predictions for the sequel? I mean, we kind of talked about this, the things that we hide from the light. Yeah. I mean... Let's be honest, like, they're going to end up together. It's about Lena and Nash. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, how it'll go. I mean, she seems kind of like a spitfire. And I feel like she's, like, the equivalent of Knox and Nash is the equivalent of Naomi. So I feel like something similar is going to happen in that sense, like what happened with Naomi and Knox. Yeah. It's going to happen with Nash and Lena. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see that. I don't like them together, though. No. No. No, I just, again, I think Naomi would have been way better suited to be with Nash. You know what I predict? Hmm. And I know this ain't going to happen, but it's a good twist. Okay. Knox and Naomi get divorced. And Naomi and Nash get together. Oh, my God. I hope. <laughs> that's not going to happen, though. I know, but it'd be a twist. No one's not coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The third one's not out yet, right? No, but that's about Lucian. Mm-hmm. Lu- I don't like Lucian. him either. Lucian? I think it's Lucian. I think it's Lucian. Because it? they call him Lucy. Oh. Usually it's Lucian. I don't like that name. I like Lucian better. Isn't it Lucian and Ektar? Yeah. And I called him Lucian the whole time. <laughs> I yeah. like Lucian better, but I think his name is Lucian because they call it, they nickname him Lucy. Mm-hmm. And that must be him and the librarian. Yep. Yeah. Which. I'm interested to see how that turned out. Yeah. Because he's kind of like. I mean, he's kind of a bad boy lawyer, right? But, like, him and Sloane, they, neither of them are very, like, not a very far extreme. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? From what we've seen of them anyways, they just don't like each other. Yeah. It's going to be, like, enemies to lovers kind of thing. I hope it goes into, like, what happened between them. Yeah. I know. We never found out why they don't like each other. Yeah. Do you think they, like, dated previously? No, I don't think they dated because someone would have said that they dated. Like, Knox would have said something like that because he didn't even know what happened to them. Oh. Okay. So I think like they were like a secret. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of curious, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your final thoughts? Did you like it? Um, I, f- I f- stand by what I said at the beginning where it was like a car accident. Like, yeah, there were so many things that bugged me during this book, but like I couldn't look away. Like I still wanted to know what happened. I just like everything was like making me roll my eyes Mm -hmm. like it it bothered me how mean nox was to her yeah um it bothered me how i said earlier that like she just shows up and like starts a whole new life out of the blue although it seems like she's really not as bad off as they made her seem and then she kept getting handouts from everybody when she was there like how when she was playing that poker game she just oh, wins, no. like, $22,000. Yeah. How, like, Knox is buying her everything because he conveniently won the lottery a few years back. Like, it just didn't seem very realistic to me. A lot of the things that, like, went down. How these people, like, a lot of her, like, close friends and family dropped everything to be with her. Like, yeah. there was just so many things. Like, but again, like, I couldn't put it down. Um, I want to give it more than a two and a half, but I'm not going to. Because, like, it just didn't think it was, like, written that well mm-hmm um so that's where I'm at what about you overall I liked it I first gave it a five star mm-hmm. um I pretty much agree with everything that you said about like the stuff that you didn't like mm-hmm. I mean I didn't really like those either but like overall I mean it was it kept my attention like I don't know I was still like rooting for them and mm-hmm. yeah I changed my my review though because I need to start like leaving reviews like a couple weeks after I read it because like I base like my five-star reviews on like a book that I cannot stop thinking about like one that I would shout from the rooftops like yeah I've said that before but this one I'd like didn't even think about it again so yeah. I changed it to a four but like after I read it I like really liked it I'm like oh yeah it's pretty good but mm-hmm. no I don't think it's a five-star read yeah no I totally agree like you finish your book and you're like oh my god, that was really good. I couldn't put it down for the last 10%. And then you kind of, the next morning, you're like, hmm, maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not the first time I've changed my reviews. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's times where I'll change them, like, months later. Like, I'll read a book, and I'll be like, oh, four stars. And then I'll, like, think about it a couple months later, and I'm like, I would not recommend that book to anybody. Like, in a four, I would recommend to somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I would still recommend this book, because I think Mm -hmm. there's people out there that would like it, especially, I feel like people that love, like, what are they not? They're like chicklet, yeah, chicklet. Yeah. So yeah, and again, like that's, that's not, not your really type. a type of book. <laughs> yeah. I keep hoping that I'm gonna find a good chicklet, which I think we have found one for this summer. That Abby Jimenez book that we're gonna. Oh yeah, I liked the other one that we read from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her new one's good too. Yours truly. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's. I'm gonna probably wait to read that one or I'm gonna forget it. But... Yeah. That segues into like I guess what we're reading right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm. I'm reading that one, um, just because my sister and my mom like both want to read it. Oh, so you yeah. And so I'm like around. powering through, and it's good. Um, it's not like very cringy, okay. which I love about a Chicklet. And the, the other one she read was a it was, or that we read was a little cringy in some points, but it was overall it was good. I like. Yeah, it. there were some parts about I like this one better than Part of Your World. Okay. Um, and I I like how it's like based in Minnesota, mm-hmm. just because there's so many like things where you're like, "Oh, I know what she's talking about" or whatever. Yeah. Granted she does do like the shameless Nadia Cakes plugs again. Oh, like multiple no. times throughout the book. Oh but, no. Well, whatever. But it's like get your big. <laughs> I I get it, but again, I'm like, Meow. I don't know." Yeah. Um but yeah, anyway, so I'm reading that book right now, and then I finished Adelaide. It was like um a book of the month book. Um and I thought it was really good. I gave it a 4 stars. And it's about this girl who she's like, in her early 20s, and she, like, meets a guy that she really, really likes, and he, like, won't commit. Like, mm-hmm. he, but he keeps going through the motion of, like, most of the things that, like, a boyfriend would do, like, spending all these time this time with her, like, going on weekend trips with her. Sounds um, like what we just read. Right. <laughs> but but he, better. It's better. Um, but he has, like, a lot of, like, commitment issues from, like, a past relationship. Mm. And you can see the signs, right? Like, where you're, like... He doesn't text her back for a week like he's shitty like you know she can do so much better and she's like bending over backwards for him so it kind of like reminded me of like some of the things that like I had been through like many many years ago college whatever like where you like date the guy that doesn't really like see your value Mm -hmm. so I felt like it was like very realistic in that scenario and it was kind of like interesting witnessing it I guess from an outside point of view. Yeah I'll have to read that. I saw it on book of the month. um, You can borrow my copy if you want. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, have you read anything? No. I wasn't going to announce it, but... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I am pregnant. Yay! And I've had the worst, fucking worst, first trimester ever. Mm -hmm. Like, sick all day, every day, laying in bed all day, every day, sleeping constantly. So, I haven't, like, read much besides, like, the books that we're reading for the podcast. Um. I am at 12 weeks now so hoping this it seems like be getting a little better like now it's more coming in waves like yeah one day I'll be terrible and the next day I'll be fine like today I didn't even take any medicine for it but yeah yeah hopefully you know, I can get back to like reading because like even reading was like too much of a chore like for me like yeah and like yeah I don't know I haven't been able like I've had no energy like I haven't really been able to eat much or like drink much so I'm just like yeah, you've been really put through sleep. the ringer the past like month. Yeah, it was hell. Yeah, <laughs> Literally. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm very grateful, but like, the, you the people out there that've been pregnant, <laughs> you women <laughs> out there that've been pregnant, like you know what I mean. Like the first trimester is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, comfort and lack of nausea are on the horizon. Yeah. I have a long TBR, so hopefully, well, summer is perfect time to work through it. I still have not finished, um, A Court of Silver Flames. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's like kind of seems like a chore to pick it up right now. I don't know why, and I love Avatar. Yeah, I think it's Nesta. Yeah, she kind of rubs the wrong way. She won me over in the end, though. All right, in the end. Well, the like throughout the book, oh, okay. right? You kind of see why Great. she is the way she is. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I'll finish it. I'm not. I'm not DNFing it, but yeah, it's yeah. worth a worth a finish for sure. All mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> that is a wrap for this episode of the Literary Lounge. Again, I am your host, Paige, and I'm Emily. And again, we put up an episode every Wednesday, so. Next week, we'll be doing an episode, um, it'll be a spoiler-free episode that we are just kind of talking about like our favorite romance books and our favorite tropes. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. And if you liked this podcast, go check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. We're trying to build our subscribers and a community over on YouTube. Um, Leave a comment under this video if you can, if you have any questions or if you want, have any book recommendations, like we'd love to hear them. But yeah, thanks again for hanging with us today. Yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. See ya. Bye. Bye.